Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. With your coronavirus update for Monday, January 17th, I'm Jim Watkins. Follow us online at candidlyspeaking.net for more news and COVID data at your fingertips anytime. First, we'll look at the U.S. fatality trends from COVID-19, then news with impact, and finally, the latest in VAERS data. But first up, the numbers. In looking at the U.S. at week-to-week averages, these are trends ending Sunday, January 16th. As of today, 873,564 deaths have been attributed to COVID-19-related illness in the United States. The total people in the U.S. who have had COVID and have recovered, according to the CDC, now stands at just over 43 million people. Current percentage of the U.S. population who are partially or fully vaccinated represents 75.5% or 248 million people. Deaths from COVID-related illness represents 2% of those infected. While 343 deaths were reported on Sunday from COVID-related illness across the United States, we now look at week-to-week trends on average deaths, and numbers are up 7%, or the number of deaths on average, 7% increase from last week at about 1,750 people per day. Meanwhile, state-by-state, deaths in New York up 60% to 181 people per day, Florida deaths are down week-to-week, 65%, to about 8 people per day. California saw deaths rise by 10% from COVID-related illness. That averages about 97 people per day in the Golden State. And Texas increased its daily average of deaths to about 7%, to about 91 people per day. Illinois dropped to about 96 people per day. That's about a 2% decrease. Pennsylvania remains unchanged from week to week with about 140 people dying per day in Pennsylvania due to COVID-related illness. These numbers come from our world and data, also from Johns Hopkins University. And now news with impact. Catching up with last week's ruling, Supreme Court spoke and said that vaccine mandates are unconstitutional and it represents too much government overreach. Though the nine-member corp did allow for the Biden administration allowing enforcement of vaccines for all federal employees, including those in the military. Head of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, Dr. Robert Fauci, also last week stated before a Senate hearing that the Omicron variant represents 95% of all current cases in the United States. Other news, Health and Human Services notified hospitals they are no longer required to report COVID deaths beginning February 2nd. Currently, they only require reporting of COVID deaths, and that would be from the previous day. The agency still requires hospitals to report all laboratory-confirmed cases of COVID, yet it is not asking them to differentiate between those admitted for COVID symptoms and those who received a positive test after receiving treatment for something else. The White House says it expects to ship out over 500 million at-home testing kits starting Wednesday, Acting FDA Commissioner Janet Woodcock stated last week before the Senate 
They're not sure how effective the test kits will be at detecting the dominant Omicron variant. The White House test kits will also require 7 to 10 days after the tests are sent for testing to get results. Cruise ships are no longer required to abide by a series of COVID-19 safety restrictions issued in 2021 by the CDC. Those restrictions expire January 15th, allowing cruise line discretion in applying protocols. U.S. Joint Chiefs Chairman General Mark Milley tested positive for COVID-19 on Sunday and is experiencing very minor symptoms, according to a spokesperson. They also said that Milley's most recent contact with President Joe Biden was on January 12th at a funeral of retired General Raymond Odierno. Meanwhile, we remember that U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin also tested positive for COVID-19 earlier this month. He tested negative on January 9th. Serbian tennis great Ovak Djokovic was ultimately not allowed in Australia to play in the Open Tennis Tournament there due to his refusal to get vaccinated. The star tennis pro has said that he has natural immunity from having COVID. The Australian government doesn't consider previous infection or natural immunity as valid. And finally, the latest fares report showing adverse effects from those who have been vaccinated. These are U.S. numbers as posted by the CDC. In total, there have been 723,000 reports of vaccine side effects, 9,300 deaths, 141,000 doctor visits, 47,800 hospitalizations, 2,200 cases of anaphylaxis, 4,800 heart attacks, 11,600 people were permanently disabled, 4,600 cases of myocarditis, 7,100 cases of the shingles, and 11,227 effects considered life-threatening. All of this information is available to you on our website at candidlyspeaking.net. With your coronavirus update for Monday, January 17, 2022, I'm Jim Watkins.